Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Hybrid Movies, episode 59. I'm your host, as always, Nick, and I am joined by Michael. How's it going, everyone? Glad to be back on another episode of Hybrid Movies. And we got James. Hi, Diddlyo, neighborinos. So good to be back. Yes, and it's been raining uh, this week where I'm at, so it's been it's it's like coming down pretty hard. So I just gotta stay inside and watch movies all day for Hybrid Movies. <laughs> yeah. Lucky we I. just had a we just had a snowstorm here in our area. Oh wow! It's snowing in DC still, or? Well, it stopped snowing, but there's still snow on the ground. Hmm. Well, what's the Regal been like recently? Like, with the are people still going? Is it like still like pretty active or? Um. I mean, obviously, with the holidays being over, we've definitely slowed down considerably, which is real nice because we're able to, you know, regroup, sort of recover. Um. But I think next. But I think next week we're going to have, have a bit of a bump in business with glass coming out. Um, but then after that, probably back to our dead zone. And that Spider-Man trailer, you guys got it at your theater? Nope, not yet. Our, we haven't gotten any emails for any, for any upcoming trailers with Spider-Man in it. So, unfortunately, we're mm. going to have to wait. In Tom Holland, or we trust. Sam. In to- exactly, in Tom Holland, we trust. He's the one that's going to get it out. <laughs> I mean, Sony should use Tom Holland for more stuff. Didn't he leak the title, too? I wouldn't be surprised if he did, considering how bad he is with keeping secrets. Yeah. Him and his Instagram. Oh, well. <laughs> God. Michael, what have you been up to recently since we last spoke? Yeah, I actually, when you guys were speaking about weather, I was relating to it a little bit. I was in Montreal for the weekend. I was doing uh, some YouTube stuff and a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament I was participating in. And uh, mm. that went okay. But uh, the weather was freezing, man. Like, plus... Like negative twenty, around there. Hmm. Yeah, wow. pretty bad. Um, but it was a fun weekend. I actually did see a movie last week, so I'm excited to talk about that. Montreal for your YCS. What was it called? Uh, it wasn't a YCS. It was actually just a regional. It was Montreal regional. Uh, I was running True Draco okay. for any Yu-Gi-Oh fans out there. It's a pretty basic deck, but uh, did some damage. So. Yeah, I guess with that out of the way, let's get into the first segment of the show. So this is where we talk about the movies that we've recently seen, if you guys have never tuned in for this podcast. Uh, Michael, anything that you got to catch recently? Yeah, so initially when I went to the theaters, I was like, you know, I'm going to try and check out On the Basis of Sex, or, you know, maybe even, you know, mess my shit up and go for A Dog's Way Home. I ended up going with my friend and we saw Mary Poppins Returns. You know what? I didn't even realize it was like a, a continuation. I thought it was just going to be a, a remake like they've been doing recently. Um, so it kind of caught me off guard when I went in and it was, a, it was like the, the return of Mary Poppins. I think Emily Blunt did a good job performance-wise. Um, some of the sequences were, were visually well done. And uh, it was cool how they used a lot of some practical effects as well. Even though a lot of it was CG, uh, if you've seen the trailer. Um, but overall, I, I thought the movie fell flat a little bit, and it was uh, it dragged quite a bit, and it wasn't as engaging. Um, I think it's like the original, uh, and on its own mm-hmm. merits, it, it was just um, you got, it kind of you got lost in all the the mystical Mary Poppinsness, Mary Poppins, Mary Poppiness, uh, <laughs> and the story wasn't all too engaging. But I think Emily Blunt did a good job. But were you looking forward yeah. to that one, James? Or I mean. I mean, kind kind of yes, um, but then I started like, but then um, like I started hearing that it's like, oh, it's just okay, um, and then like the other day, like um, when I was cleaning theaters, I caught the tail end of the movie, and it's and it's the last song, and you know I'm watching, it's just like, well, this just seems like a watered down version of Let's Go Fly a Kite. 
Mm. And which 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 is which was kind of disappointing. Yeah, some um, of the numbers were a little exhausting. There's definitely um, a few that uh, you know are, are well done and put together well, but um, yeah, no, I no, I will say though, like that. So that movie plays in one of our theaters um, when whenever I'm in my office. Okay, I can hear I can hear the movie playing from like the other side of the walls, and so like for. And so, like, I've hear I've been hearing that movie play over and over again, oh, like man. whenever I'm in the office. <laughs> Mary Poppins, how, did that do good business though at your theater, or was it? I it did okay. I mean, not as well as like say Aquaman or uh, Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, it did have but, quite a bit of competition. And uh, is that it? The only movie you saw? Or? Uh, yeah, and I was uh, I for actually for a program that I'm in right now, it's a, a dystopian futures course. We watched the first 45 minutes of The Matrix, so I'm in the middle of rewatching mm-hmm. that. So James, any movies you got to catch recently? Unfortunately, no. Didn't really get to catch anything. Um, wasn't wasn't really a, there wasn't really a batch of like hot sellers this weekend i mean we had no we had the upside we had replicas uh we had dog's way home dog's way home um so yeah yeah kind of a kind of a slow batch this weekend um i do want to see um i do plan on seeing uh sometime this week i want to see the new dragon ball super broly movie Ooh, that Uh, that does come out this week it does i think I think there's showings of it on the 16th and 17th, so I'm gonna try to u- try to play on one of those days to go see it. And then I also, and then I also want to see. Uh, we're also getting another showing of They Shall Not Grow Old on the 21st. So hopefully, if I have time off on that day, I definitely want to go see that. Yeah, I'm planning. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just I'm just hoping it's not sold out like it was the past two times. Right, right. Yeah, you better get those tickets for the Dragon Ball Z movie. I find over here in Toronto, those ones sell really quick and pretty early. Yeah, I saw. Um, so, so it's like it's not playing at my theater per se, but it's playing at uh, it's playing at another Regal that's like a couple miles away. And I was looking on Fandango, and just and just like holy crap, like all this all the seats are selling out, and I'm seeing they're having to open like extra shows just to just to accommodate people. Yeah, so when it right. comes when it comes to those limited. Uh, anime screenings people are serious they don't yeah, mess I around i know well the last two anime movies we got at our theater um uh what did we get we got the poke we got the newest pokemon movie was that uh, a what what was that actually i don't look into that one i think it was like I a remake of the mewtwo movie no it wasn't it was a uh, pokemon the power of us that was the one where 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 ash goes into this t- Ash goes into the city and they're having like this wind festival um, uh-huh. and like where like every like every so often like Lugia will come in to bring in the winds I, I kind of don't I kind of uh-huh. don't remember the plot I mean I did go see it and like for a po- and like if you're a Pokemon fan I think you'll enjoy it but for everyone else like they're just going to be completely lost mm-hmm. um, and and that and that did only okay um, and then we had another we had another anime movie, Mirai, that we had a couple months ago, um, and that and that again did only okay. Hmm. But but yeah, it's but yeah, it's interesting. Like you know, looking at like looking at Dragon Ball Super, 
and seeing like how well that's selling out. Just like, yeah, maybe we should get more. Yeah, maybe we should get more uh, Dragon Ball movies here at our location. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't see any movies. I wanted to see the Upside because it actually looked kind of decent. Uh, I just never made it to the theater this week, so. That's that's still on the backlog. I still want to check that out. But uh, in terms of movies that we have coming out this Friday, we actually have uh, a couple of good ones. Uh, we got Glass. We have uh, Stan and Ollie, which I think is expanding. Oh, good. I really want to see that. Yeah, and then uh, it says Beale Street Could Talk is also expanding, so that should be good. Um, but beyond that, uh, those are the movies we got. Are you guys checking out Glass? Or, I mean... I obviously I said it wasn't that good. Um, I think the reviews are kind of not great for it either, from what I saw. They're pretty yeah. split. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Were you guys planning on seeing it like before the reviews dropped and everything, or was it like? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I definitely want to see because I really love Split. I thought that was that was really good. Uh huh. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I figured, you know, if I go in there, just turn my brain off, I'll probably enjoy it okay. Yeah. Well, because, I don't know, is Glass is glass even that scary? Because Split was, Split was pretty scary. Uh, no, I don't think this one's, like, scary. It's just more of, like, a drama thriller or something. I don't... You think that might, that might be why it's kind of hurting a bit? Uh, no. I, you, well, you gotta see the movie. I don't, just was not good <laughs> the story and everything uh man that was rough yeah i remember what, like right before it, a few days before i think you went to go see it we were talking about it briefly and i'm like i saw the trailer again and i'm like you know i kind of have a feeling this might not be as great as i'm thinking at it or hope that it will be but i'm still gonna go check it out anyway like i said breakable's dope uh split was pretty good so i just want to see where shaman's gonna take this you know accumulation of these films and how it'll end up. So I'll see it for myself. On. Yeah, we'll see how it, we'll see how it goes. Because um, from the trailer, it almost looked like they're gonna stay in a certain setting for a long period of time. Or I couldn't tell if they're just holding back for the trailer's sake. But uh, again, we'll see. I'll probably try and get a review up for it on uh, on my channel too. We'll see. Okay. Um, I still another movie I mentioned too. Beale Street could talk. I definitely want to check that one out too. So. Like, I guess I got that and the upside to go see at some point. But, uh, I guess with that out of the way, we can get into, like, the actual movie news, the meat of this episode. So, first up, the Ninja Turtles are getting rebooted again, but with the exact same creative team. How much really changes at that point? You know, it's like... It's just sort of like a... It's similar to, I guess, what they're doing with Bumblebee to some extent? Yeah, but I think... Well... Well, actually, Bumblebee, uh, Michael Bay wasn't really involved. I think it was more like just the producers or something. I don't know. It's just like Ninja Turtles could be a really cool franchise, I think. Um, I was seeing some people actually talk about it, saying that they would prefer if this incarnation went for the darker take on the Ninja Turtles. Like, you know, how they used to be in the comics and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because, I don't, I mean, they've never really done that on film. They've always done, like, the kind of kid-friendly cartoon version well, I mean I that. Well, I mean that was always the version that sold, that was like the most marketable. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, should they try to do a different take on it? Because I mean, the last one didn't really work. I think with the the Bay produced ones. So I don't know. What do you guys, Michael? What are your thoughts on like the Ninja Turtles? Do you even need a, a new film, or is it just like, eh? 
I mean, from what I've seen previously, especially from the la- the latest incarnation of them, wasn't the biggest fan. I actually thought the first one was all right. Uh, it, it made an okay amount of money as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but the second one, I fell asleep watching it. I did not enjoy that movie at all. Um, it, it it fell flat completely from the first one for me, at least. Uh, and I don't think that's what a lot of people thought uh, with regards to it. But, I mean, I, I don't really care for another Ninja Turtles. If they're to do something completely different, like you said, maybe go for the more... Um, the original route where they're a little bit darker they change things up a little bit and uh i might be into it but mm-hmm. i i really don't i could i could care less if they if they bring them back or not man i i think ninja turtles could be a great franchise and um i am actually kind of more of a casual fan like i don't know like a bunch of the lore and stuff but mm-hmm. i i do kind of i like the characters and stuff i think they could be cool but i just Oh man, with Platinum Dunes and Bay's company being still involved, just like eh. But then again, also, you have to wonder too that the guys behind a Quiet Place are somehow tangentially involved because I think they're part of Platinum Dunes, also the company. Okay, I didn't know that. So I mean, so do you think they'd keep it smaller in scale, or would they try and go um, for that larger sort of blockbuster they were doing with the the last two? Or is is that the kind of route you'd want to go? So to try and keep, or to try and make money or recoup whatever didn't work with the last movie, they should go smaller with it, because those last couple cost way too much, I think. Yeah, the budget for the first movie was 125 mil, uh, yeah. and the total gross worldwide, eh, though they made money, a decent bit on the first one. I think the second is one, second one is where they lost some. James, any thoughts? Ninja Turtles. Hmm. Yeah, it makes me think maybe they should try. <laughs> try tapping into other franchises like Street Sharks or Biker Street Street Sharks would be awesome. I don't know why that hasn't happened yet. Or the Biker Mice from Mars. Oh God! Why don't they um, just do a cinematic universe? I no it no that be cross them all over. Give me a Splinter movie. <laughs> make it make it like the Joker movie, how he's doing his own thing, and just make a Splinter movie. <laughs> God. Um. Yes. As far as far as like Ninja Turtles movies go, like I'm perfect, you know, like for me personally, I'm perfectly fine with the first two live action movies like from the, the old 90- ones. Yeah, from the nineties. Oh, okay. Like, like those, like those are the Ninja Turtles movies for me, and that's that's pretty much all I need. But right. if they, I mean, if they were to do another one, like I think I think it would be, I think it might be worth looking into, like trying to do like the original graphic novel sort of a mm-hmm. sort of a darker take as mm-hmm. opposed to because because most of the ninja turtles like franchise anything they want to they sort of want to recapture the success of you know the 80s cartoon you know because mm-hmm. that was like because because like when the cartoon was out like ninja turtles just took the just took the world by storm you know? they're turtles and, and they're ninjas get out of here well, well, not even, well, not even that, but just like, just like the way it was presented, like, you know, and really, like, the only, the closest thing I can think of that maybe, that maybe got close to recapturing the success was the O three animated series, you know, because I, I remember that being big. But what about that new reboot that they just did, like the one that had like the very like interesting designs? I think people were like, kind of upset by on Nickelodeon. Yeah. I've seen bits of it, and 
have I haven't really I haven't really watched it. Um, right. So I don't know if I can really say for sure. But I mean, I guess, and again, this is probably one of those cases where, you know, we'll just we'll just have to see like <laughs> what what ideas they have, uh-huh. see see what co- maybe see what concept art they have, you know, designed. I mean, they did do an R-rated Ninja Turtle film. Oh man, they just like cut people in half. <laughs> they like curse. <laughs> well, they they did curse it. They did curse in the. <laughs> They did curse in the first live-action movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And also, don't get Megan Fox's April this time, either. Yeah, no. No, Just get... No, get, like, get... Emma Stone or something. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely definitely get someone else. Yeah, my last comments yeah. on it, though, would be, you know, a Bumblebee movie. So That's sort of those... It's a, it's a reboot, practically, like a light reboot. I didn't think I would want it. I ended up loving it, so... Who knows? Maybe Ninja Turtles will come out in two, three years, and I'll be head over heels for it. Well, if they well if they do like the same route as Bumblebee. Like you, they probably do it. They probably do it similar. Like you have it set in the eighties. Uh, you have you bring in the designs from the cartoon show. Uh, you have the turtles have the personalities like the eighties cartoon show. Mm. You know, I think you know I think that could work. Yeah, is it I, Heroes in a Half Shell or something? Yeah, Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle Power. Cowabunga. I think that's a good point because that's that's when it was popping and setting it in that time zone, I think would be a <laughs> differentiated from... They, I hope they bring one. in the villains that look like Xenomorphs. Remember from the cartoon? <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're like yellow well, looking. Yeah, 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 I think that's... Like, who, who, contr- who controlled those? Was that the Rat King or... I don't know. <laughs> good... And, some someone will someone will comment yeah. and fill us in. If there's any Ninja Turtles fans out there, please fill us in. Yeah, speaking of another uh, kind of popular IP that still has yet to actually get a freaking movie made, that's been in development hell for like ever. He Man and the Masters of the Universe. Uh, so recently we heard about Sony hiring new writers to pen a new draft with a script. Uh, with the same directors, which are the Knee Brothers, that we last heard about, I think in like 2018 actually, like early last year. And the one thing that's interesting to me about this announcement is that Mattel is still partnering with Sony for the film. Because the last we had heard about Barbie, He-Man, all that, is that the rights had lapsed back to Mattel by the end of the last year. And they actually set up their own studio, kind of like how Hasbro has like a Hasbro film division they like partner with paramount mm-hmm. uh we recently heard about mattel partnering with warner brothers to make the barbie movie with margot robbie so that's actually happening finally but for some reason they're just keeping he-man at sony and that kind of worries me because uh, sony is not good <laughs> well i mean they i mean they had that one home run out of the park with spider-verse and apparently jumanji was good too right so i mean yeah, yeah, I thought Jumanji was pretty solid. So, and and also with this announcement, the He-Man, the new writers team is the guys that wrote the draft of uh, Men in Black International that actually got filmed. So, they wrote that draft. They wrote the first Iron Man movie, and then they also wrote Transformers: The Last Knight. So, mm, oh, mixed bag right so, there. Yeah, their their work seems to very much depend on who's directing their <laughs> the movie. 
because, ugh, yikes. Uh, I don't know, James, what do you think about this, though? He-Man has had, like, it's been at Sony since 2009, and they still have yet to get anything done for it. I mean, I mean, last I checked, like, when I looked on IMDb, it said it's supposed to come out December of this year. Yeah. And... I think... No, that's not happening, I think, but... <laughs> I I mean, I don't know, because I, I was never really that into He-Man in the first place. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, I didn't really watch the show, never had any of the toys, you know. I'm, I'm not sure, but, yeah, the, the fact that it's been, like, on, you know, you know, they've held the rights for this for, like, what's been, 10 years now? Yeah, since 2009, because originally the He-Man rights were actually at Warner Brothers. That's when the script uh, famously mm-hmm. got written by Justin Marks called Grayskull, I think. Well, wasn't Goyer attached to the movie at one point? Did yeah. we say? Yeah, he was attached. He was actually going to... Tr- they wanted him to direct it because I think they were just kind of running out of options. They're like, all right, just direct this movie. Then he dropped out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, man. And then they got the Knee Brothers. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Knee Brothers, but from what I've read, they do kind of like indie movies and documentaries. So they have like a very much comedic tone with their stuff but they are fans of he-man like they've confirmed that talked about it on like twitter and stuff so uh, eh. well 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 you bring up like you 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 bring up that one word tone like what's the tone Mm. of this he-man movie gonna be yeah we don't know i I have a feeling since they got the men in black guys to write it it is gonna have like a kind of thor ragnarok feel or some shit well they could well if they could make if they can make uh why why the heck am I blanking on his name? Hold on. Skeletor? <laughs> Thank you. Why did why did it take me so like, I was thinking of an it, actor and I'm like, mm, I'm like mm, who is it? Who are you trying yeah, to get? Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. No, my brain's just not working today. But yeah, no. Like if you make Skeletor, you know, like as ridiculous and cartoony, you know, as he was in the cartoon in this movie, I'd be down for that. Mm-hmm. Channing Tatum as He-Man make a Twenty One Jump Street esque oh He-Man movie <laughs> with a with a flair of Thor Ragnarok. Get the nostalgia in there. Get Andy Serkis as Skeletor. Boom! We got a billion dollar franchise. <laughs> make it work, Sony. No, don't <laughs> don't make that work. No, no, I don't want Channing Tatum as He-Man. I don't even know who could play He-Man. I mean, kind of your thoughts jump to Chris Hemsworth, I guess, just because he kind of looks like him and stuff, and. He's played Thor, which is similar, but I, I really don't know where they could take this movie. I always wanted to see a Masters of the Universe movie because I think it's such a cool property, and I, I had all the toys when I was growing up and stuff, but I just don't really trust Sony to do a good job with it. But, I don't know. Michael, any thoughts on... Are you familiar with He-Man? What do you think about Sony doing it and... I mean, I dabbled around with He-Man a little bit, like, growing up scarcely, but um, not very familiar. Um, I think it's one of those franchises, just purely off nostalgia, could come back and, and, uh, you know, maybe have a resurgence in some capacity. Uh, But they would have to, I feel like, get some sort of a a good tone where it's, like, it's got a bit of comedy, like you are mentioning, mixed with a lot of those out-there elements. I mean, I know a lot of the new generation know from the meme of, like, the the Hey-Ya meme. Yeah. So I mean, there's some sort of there's some interest in the younger generation. If they make like an adventure story too, I think it, it could catch on, like you were saying. Uh, so I don't know. We we will keep you updated on what happens with He-Man, uh, obviously. Um, but I'm not gonna hold my breath because I swear over the past like six years or something, like 
It's just gone through like draft after draft. I mean, I remember like reading Christopher Yost wrote like a version of it too. He did like um, Thor and some other X-Men TV shows or something. Yeah, I swear we've talked about He-Man potentially coming back like on two other episodes <laughs> in the past like two years. Yeah, yeah. They just talk about it. They, I don't know. All they, it's kind of like the Akira movie. All the every couple of years they write a new draft of the script, but they just never make it. It's like, oh. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. With Akira, maybe they're trying to avoid. Maybe they're trying to avoid another Ghost in the Shell situation. <laughs> but supposedly the early buzz from Alita: Battle Angel is that it's actually good. Oh, good, good. So. I was surprised by that because I remember even the Collider guys, like uh, uh, Collider Steve Weintraub, was like, "It's such a surprise. Everything's great." I'm like, "What? Okay." Fingers crossed. uh, If He Man does come out, it doesn't uh, pull a gem in the holograms. Oh God. You know, I didn't even know the budget for that movie was five million dollars. Did that even make money? Dude, it made two point five. Yeah. See that. (laughs) And if He Man does do well, we can get a Shira movie. It'll be sad if the Barbie movie ends up, like, outgrossing He-Man. You know, another uh, Mattel property just... They actually have access to Dino Riders. I didn't know that. Dino Riders! You know what? I'm actually not... I wasn't... I never grew up with Dino Riders. Like, I wasn't very familiar with them. Or Hot Wheels? They have that, too. They can make a movie on that. Oh, Hot Wheels could be legit, dude. But how would they make... How would you make it? Is it, is it like... It's not Fast and Furious. It's... They could... They could make it like speed. You make it just yeah. You, either speed racer. Or you, I don't know you because then you don't make the cars talk. Obviously, you would just maybe just go a generic oh. story, but it's just focus on these hot rods going through. Like, wasn't there a hot? Didn't Hot Wheels have like some straight to DVD animated movies like uh, Accelerators or something? Or I think so. I think it would work as like a Question Fast mark? and Furious on steroids and just have ex- extremely like out there, almost like Ready Player One esque visuals yeah. and and, and uh, tracks. Yeah, mm. I think that could be kind of fun. Because wasn't Hot Wheel all about like having unique like uh, tracks to race on and stuff? Yeah, it was all about yeah. that, and then they got into like the yeah, just a bunch <laughs> of crazy shit. So that's the whole gimmick of it. You make it like some weird like world that they're in where they got to race on these crazy tracks with stuff, and man, that could be a billion dollar movie with China alone. Yeah. Well, I don't know how big Hot Wheels is in China. <laughs> is Hot? I don't even know. This is the Hot Wheels chat, actually. Uh, I don't know how yeah. popular it is nowadays. Obviously, I'm poster not thoughts, kid. poster comment. What do you think of Hot Wheels? You still collect Hot Wheels, guys? I don't know. Beat that. <laughs> um, speaking of franchises that are in trouble and stuff, uh, apparently Star Trek Four is shelved at Paramount. They're just not, not doing it now. Um, this came out of a report from Deadline. They actually kind of buried this. There was like a one sentence like blurb, and I was like, wow, that's pretty big news. But basically, Deadline dropped the scoop about uh, S.J. Clarkson directing the prequel pilot for Game of Thrones. And in that report, they just mentioned a one-sentence thing like, oh, you know, her schedule freed up because Star Trek Four was shelved. And it's like, what? That's, like, big news. But anyways, uh, Star Trek Four has had a troubled time getting to the big screen because, if you guys remember, Beyond completely flopped they lost like 150 million on it or something major oof oh yeah that was that was rough and basically i think around the summer of last year or something chris pine and hemsworth who were set to star in star trek 4 
walked away from it over uh, disputes with contracts and payment with Paramount. So they walked away, they lost Captain Kirk, then they brought on uh, S.J. Clarkson to direct it, and we hadn't really heard anything about it, but now it's just not happening. Another big part of this, too, is how, uh, according to, I think, Paramount's licensing deal with CBS, because Paramount doesn't own Star Trek, the film rights or anything, they have to license them out. Mm -hmm. So basically, they have a certain deadline to actually get another film in production, otherwise the rights lapse back to CBS. So this this could be the end of the Abrams Star Trek verse as we know it. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, how how involved was he with a with a third Star Trek movie? Was he? Uh, I'm trying to remember because he didn't direct it, but did he? No. Was he? But I think he was still a producer. Yeah, he. I think he was involved at like an arm's length uh, as a producer or something like that. He definitely wasn't like. Um, he certainly wasn't. Okay. Thorough, yeah. No. Like really yeah. hands on with it because I w- that came out in 2016, so he had to have been working on other stuff at the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. He. Yeah. He still produced. His production company was still involved. Okay. So yeah. No, we can still consider this part of the Abrams trilogy. I think. I think the Star Trek. This Star Trek trilogy. I. I think. I think its run is done, and you know. I mean, as far as trilogies go, I think it's a pretty solid. It's a pretty solid series. Um, uh-huh. You know, of course, I think that really depends, you know, between Star Trek fans, fans, because, you know, some people love it, some people hate it. Mm. Um, I liked the... I, I think I was pretty mixed on it. I liked the first movie. The second, Into Darkness, was a letdown, I think. And I actually haven't seen beyond, like, the entire film. I've seen, like, parts of it or something, but just... From what I remember, the consensus was like, eh, kind of on it. So, I thought I thought Beyond was really good. Uh, Michael, any thoughts on this potentially being the end of the Star Trek universe that Abrams started? To be honest, I'm not very familiar with uh, Star Trek as a whole. I remember seeing the first one that came out in '09. I thought it was alright yeah. actually, um, but I do know that they're the CBS show and they're expanding to do a bunch of stuff with that. So. Um, maybe this might be the end and they might just focus their efforts on that. If anything, if, if the consensus by fans are that it wasn't a great, uh, you know, ending to the series, maybe shelf it for a little bit and then reboot it in a little while. Yeah. Well, I think even like, like with Star Trek fans, like I know like Star Trek Discovery on CBS, like not a lot of Star Trek fans have, have been really into that. They've been more into the Orville on Fox. Mm. Well, like Michael said, it seems like Star Trek right now is mostly focusing on their TV stuff. Like, they have several uh, spinoff series planned right now. The, obviously, the Picard show, and um, I think there's a Con Limited series that they're planning for uh, CBS All Access, and uh, Discovery is coming back for Season 2. I think they're working on even an animated show from the Rick and Morty guys. So, I mean, they, they have their hands full in, in the TV universe stuff. But as far as, like, movies, they're going to... They're going to put that on hold for the time being. Yeah, I feel like... Uh, unless... Well, there, remember we did hear about the Quentin Tarantino idea too. So unless they there's a chance they could pivot and do that one instead. Oh yeah, that's right. Because yes. I, I think he's finished filming uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Or at least somewhat <laughs> almost done. 
I think that it comes out this summer. So yeah. he's yeah he's got to be, got to be done. They got to be at least in post production right now. If they did like Tarantino Star Trek, that could be cool just because it would be so different. I think than what we had seen, and also the weird thing about that one is that he had also discussed using the Abrams cast for that film too. I don't know. Would you guys even want to see a Tarantino Star Trek? Does that even seem plausible? I I think I think it is I think it is plausible. Um, that it would be kind of interesting because this I mean because you know Tarantino this would this would be like Tarantino's like first project that wasn't his own because mm-hmm. all all of his movies have been his own like so like so if he were to do you know Star Trek how much control would he have. I feel like they would probably give him whatever he wanted just because, like, it's such a big get. Michael, any thoughts on Tarantino directing a Star Trek? Is that even, Would that even happen? I feel like that's so, like... It seems so out there of an a... idea, and he, he, if I'm not mistaken, he only has a few films left that he actually wants to do, right? Like, he only has, like, two or three, he wants, and then he's done. Yeah, wasn't, yeah. yeah, wasn't he talking about, like, he only wants to do 11 or something? He only has, like, one more slot, one or two slots left or something? Yeah, and I don't know if I would want that film to be a, uh, another attempt at Star Trek. That's just me, though. Mm. Um, yeah. I think I'd rather him go out on one last venture to do... If he had a choose between doing a Star Trek or, you know, one last original story, then I'd say go for that and just... Yeah, definitely go for the original story. <laughs> don't do Star Trek. That could be a career killer. Unless he wouldn't count that, but who knows? Yeah, maybe he doesn't count it as part of his thing. Maybe he doesn't direct it. Maybe he only like writes it and helps produce it or something. Anyways, uh, drop your thoughts down below, guys. What do you think about the current state that the Star Trek franchise is in on film? With the announcement that the fourth film is probably not happening anytime soon. And that potentially the rights could go back to CBS uh, wholesale which would mean that Paramount and Bad Robot would not be able to make any more, and that the Abrams verse would be dead. And I think that's going to wrap up the episode. I think we got through all of our topics. So, um, again, if you guys want to hear us answer your questions on the show, you can drop them below with the hashtag AskHybridMovies on YouTube or Twitter or SoundCloud. And uh, I think that is it. Where can people find you all on social media? Michael, uh, where can they check you out at? Yeah, you can follow me over on my Twitter, Instagram, or my YouTube channel at failwhale34. That's fail as in failing and whale as the mammal plus 34 because Paul Pierce is the goat. Fail whale, the mammal. <laughs> <laughs> James, where can they find you at? Uh, well, they can find me on Twitter at Hair Beverage, and I'm kind of dabbling in possibly getting an Instagram. Ooh, possibly, okay. but but st- but we'll have to stand by on that see where that goes if you guys want to follow me to talk to me about movies and stuff you can find me on twitter and instagram at who's nick uh who's underscore nick rather i don't use instagram too much though it's very sparse postings on there so just hit me up on twitter if you want to talk uh, but that is going to end the episode this has been episode 59 we'll see you guys next time see you later all of where <laughs>